What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I hate average podcast back with another week, another episode. Really, really extra excited this week. I've been telling you probably the past two weeks about us having some merch. We finally got it. We finally, finally, finally got it. So you guys can, can support us. We want to add a video component, so that's really, really going to help if you guys can help us get some merch, plus some other cool things. On we're going to go on constructiverandomness.com. Once again, constructiverandomness.com. Go on that website, search for it, I Hate Average Podcast merch, and all other things on that website. All you got to do is put in the promo code POD when you're purchasing, and we get a little bit of that, and it's going to really help. So thank you guys for the continued support. Support us. Let us get on our, our video games so you guys can check us out. It's going to really, really change the dynamics of the show. It's going to benefit all of us involved. Plus, you're going to get some cool stuff, some cool t-shirts, some hats, some scullies, all of that. So go on constructiverandomness.com. Check out the merch there. And if you want a discount, just put in the promo code P-O-D. Get a little discount. And it lets people know that you're listening to the show. Alright, so thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the support. We have a great guest. I'm excited about having Jasmine Hill Carter. She is... I wanted to talk to her, especially this week, since we're launching our stuff. That I wanted to talk to her about branding and starting business. And just a step-by-step and the mindset of starting a business. Especially marketing online and on social media she gave some great tools she gave a lot of things that she did early on in her life and how things kind of just framed for her to be where she's at now to help people so of course all other businesses and brands you guys can hit her up and she can help you push yourself to the next level all right so check out my conversation with jasmine hill carter how you doing jasmine I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. So where does the story start? How did you, of course, everyone goes on social. We like to be nosy and check out people's things. So when did you start using it, saying, you know what, I'm going to start making money off of social? How did you get started? Well, basically, um, when Instagram first launched, it wasn't for Android at the moment, and I have Android. So once um, the Android the Android got Instagram, I was using Instagram, and I started seeing a lot of people that I went to high school with doing modeling, and I was a model at the time, and I was like, okay, I'm going to use my social media for modeling. Okay. And um, then I thought about it because I wanted to start my clothing line, and I, my cousin had a clothing line, and I made I was just through jewelry and decided to have love for series and I'll let him do the clothes. So I started 20 plus I in college clothing brand and from there it just, you know, it didn't take off immediately. Let's not get crazy. Um nothing happened overnight. So of course, yeah. at the at <laughs> what you think? I said of course, yeah, it always it's a process. Yeah. So it's a process. When nothing happened overnight, it was cricket for months, for a few months when I launched my jewelry brand. Um, but, like, one of my childhood friends from, like, fourth grade said it. He reached out to me and said, are you going to get any men products? And I was like, that wasn't, you know, the purpose of my brand. My brand was supposed to be a vintage jewelry line for women. And um, then... So you, so you wasn't planning on doing anything for men? 
I wasn't, I was not, that was not my purpose of starting my um, brand. So actually inquiries from men um, made me change my target audience and I decided to just make it a unisex brand. So around that time, Rihanna um, was really big in, you know, fashion. She still is, but her chain with the lion was like one of the big statement chains around 2012 and 2012. So a lot of men was wearing that. That's what I had. I had um got that piece. That was one of the units that piece that I found. Okay. And I was able to um get men and women to wear it. And then so I started doing my market research. I used Instagram to find my competitors. And from there, I just was like buying pieces based off of our you know pop culture and our rap and hip hop world to see what was in style, what was out of, and what was not selling. Uh, so, so you didn't mind you know, looking at competitors and, and and I guess seeing how they was reaching out to customers. No, so I didn't really pay attention to how they were reaching out to customers. I just paid attention to what was being sold, okay. um, what I should have in my shop, and what I you know certain things I wouldn't I would have in my shop that they weren't selling, and I would have in my shop what they were selling. But after a while, I just stopped looking at competitors. Now, I really don't look at competitors. Now, I'm more, um, I just look at fashion blogs. I went to SIT. I graduated with a bachelor's from SIT. So, okay. I have the ability to go on websites that a lot of people don't have access to to see what's going to be in style two years from now. So, I I utilize that to my full advantage. That's great. When it comes to, um, to branding my brand. Yeah. So, what, what gave you the confidence? Because I know a lot of people want to start businesses. A lot of people have ideas. What made you have that initial confidence to say, you know what, I could really do this? Well, I've been a I've been a natural hustler. I was always <laughs> into um, you know, brands. I was always into getting money. That was my thing. I, I never you. wanted to be broke in my life. My parents, they they you know my parents. They were there for me. My parents were married when um, I was a, a child. My dad was in the Army military, and he also worked for TSA. And then my mom was a um, teacher, but now she's a vice principal. So I had two good parents, good job parents. And, um, you know, I grew up in the hood of Jersey, but they, they moved me out of the hood. And they just was like, you're a smart young girl. We want you to do what you got to do in school. And we'll be got you. But I'm the, I was born independent. So I'm like, don't worry about it. As long as I have money in my pocket, my parents were spending money on me. Yeah. So at a young age, at a young age, being that I was an honorable student, an AP student, I forever would take my report cards to church and be like, I'll get $5 per A. That was and smart. there I kept money in So when I realized that was like a trend, uh, so if I can say I could walk church for six dollars, we gonna use we gonna we gonna use it to our so actually <laughs> I walked out of church for really sixty dollars. And then by the time turned thirteen, I was like, Okay, let me figure out other ways to make money. The internet was, you know, my best friend. Yeah. I was a fun fundraising company that just sent me like pamphlets because back in the day we used to go do for school and we did the chocolates for school we didn't need none of that money that was just a school um, thing that they sell chocolate for so yeah. like, instead of selling chocolate for school, chocolate for myself <laughs> profit and call it a day yeah as, as 
and church. So I utilize both. And then my mom is a teacher, so she has connects me because I was a daughter. And I utilize my resources. So then by the time I turned 14, I was already in the position of waking up. I was creating names, and I was busy teaching myself every legal term in a book. I still have my mother in nine when I was in. I stayed at school just to learn what trademarking and copywriting is and what a LLC was and what proprietorship was. I learned all of that at 14. Wow, so wow. I, I went through the whole process of going to the courthouse to make sure I had my tax ID and my EIN number. Wow. And this is all still high school. You already had, you had your EIN that early. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. I'm wow, that's impressive. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't know, a lot of people have ideas also, and a lot of people don't know to actually legalize their ideas. Another selling point because you could tell customers, look, this is a uh, eczema friendly jewelry. You can use this. Anyone can use it. That's also a selling point. So I've caught you as protecting yourself, but also you mm-hmm. can use it as a selling point. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Now I'm here. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry. So what? So you were 18, you, you created the LLC and sole proprietorship. So was... yeah, 18, I created my sole proprietorship. At 20, I turned my brand to LLC. Okay. Wow. That was just, <laughs> that's so young to be making those big moves, which is great though, but you, you always had the hustler mentality. So what, what other products were you planning on selling besides just jewelry? Well, when I first started out, I was just going to be jewelry and, and bags, handbags for women. Okay. But, um, I didn't really feel like housing so much product at the time. My purpose was not to have so much stuff in my house because once you buy it, you buy it. You're stuck yeah. with it unless it's stuff. You know? So um, I was like, jewelry is more, it's smaller. I can use, I can, it's easier to travel with if I need to go to a shoot. And I just was using, I was just using my mind and like, okay, let's think ideally. If you want to do a shoot, 
do you rather pack up clothes, jewelry, and accessories, or just pack up one thing? And I was like, let me just focus on jewelry because about I, at one point I did add clothes to my brand, and I, I had a whole other brand, and the, just housing it was just the biggest issue for me because living in New York City, you you live in a yeah. Like, period. Unless you're not funny, you living in a box. And <laughs> I have a lot of stuff on, and, and I have a lot of clothes on my own. So, trying to house other clothes to sell people, jewelry, shoes, my bedroom set, my computers, and my other products that I need to run my brand, that's going to be a lot at the, at this very moment. And then I was in school, too, so I have books and stuff like that. So, I'm like, you know what? Let me just focus on my jewelry at this point because I still was my top seller, everything. Everything that was being brought was accessories. I balanced my um my target audience, so fifty percent women, fifty percent men, wow. and you know everything was the way I needed it to be. I just needed to really dive in and focus on just those Monroe. Yeah, definitely. So how did because you was focusing and you was building your business. So now I see that you kind of. Of course, you still got Bells Monroe, but you also kind of transitioned to helping other people with branding. So, how did you get started with that? Okay, so I like I always been into business, so I do like I went to school for business development and okay. um, entrepreneurship. Okay. So my my I have an associate's in fashion marketing communications, and then I have a bachelor's in small business development entrepreneurship. Okay, so um. While I was building my business plan for my clothing line that I didn't decide to even go through with, I just was looking over everything when everybody would ask, people come to me and ask me what to do, how to build their brands. I helped a lot of people build their social media up from the ground. They were probably at 1,000 to 2,000 followers, and now they're probably at 8 to 10K. Seven, uh, like you know, seventeen k. I've done. You're just giving them tips and tricks of how to stay, in, like you know, engage with their customers. Yeah. Like people literally will follow me to watch me to see what I'm doing, so they can follow <laughs> suit. And I don't mind it. Like yeah, of course. We all gonna eat. It's, yeah. too, it's too much money in this world for all of us not to eat. Of course. So, <laughs> I not help out at this point? I'm like, you know what, Jazz? Stop saying yourself. Add a tag to that. I need to yeah. a dollar tag to be added to the knowledge you're giving out because you're giving out freemiums and you're not even reaping the benefits of it. <laughs> That's true. People are going up. People are getting getting more revenue, and and you know you still sell it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what made me, I, I started doing my brand, um, branding because I also graphic design. Um, I've always been good at graphic design. Like I said, I was going to start my clothing line when I was younger because I was really good at, um, you know, using paint, Photoshop and PaintShop Pro. I was doing MySpace layouts. You know, when we were doing, when we were using MySpace before Facebook and Instagram all came out, yeah. we were coding, and none of us was really thinking, like, yo, we were going to coding a layout. And <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. So I'm like, yo, if I really sat there and paid attention to everything I was doing when I was younger, I could have been crazy beastly right now. So let me get back. <laughs> let me tap back into that. Yeah. So do you think that, like you just said, you pe- we was, people do things and they develop skills without even knowing. So do you think that people can learn to build brands about around their passions? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can build a brand around your passion without a degree. And I'm going to say that because 
honestly, people get so caught up on, oh, my gosh, I need to go to school, or, oh, my gosh, I'm not hiring you because you don't have a degree. Man, yo, like, you could really build your brand. You could build a brand without a degree as long as you, you know, you have a passion for it. You determine you're consistent. Consistency is key at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if you're consistent, you have a passion for it, all you need is that one person to, you know, be in your corner and help you out, and that's yourself. Yeah. But so what that's was yourself? I know, I know, you was always a hustler. But what else was it that continued to push you to keep being consistent with your brand? Well, it's been a lot of things. Well, at first it was my dad passing away. So okay. my dad passed away. Like you know, he passed away the day before my twentieth birthday. Wow. So when that happened, I was just like, man, like my dad was my biggest supporter. Like on everything from when I was younger to now. My dad was in the army, so I barely seen him. Whenever I did see him, he made it his business to come to my games, my basketball games, my cheerleading games, anything I was doing, my fashion shows. He took me to go register my business. So my dad, whenever he had downtime, he was there. He was there to make sure I was good or whatever. So that's why I was like, when he passed away, I was like, I'm not going to give up. He, you know, like he made sure I did what I have to do. So I'm going to make sure I do what I got to do. True. So at that time, once he passed away, I packed my bags when I went to Cali. I went to Cali, I started branding out there. I met, I connected out there for a week or so. I came back to New York. I, you know, connected with other designers. And then I was like, no, I got to move to New York officially. I need to move officially to New York because I'm always out here. So when I moved out here, I just was like, let me get on my ground. But then I was still in college. So I had to take a break from those for my jury brand because college I wanted to graduate cum laude I wanted to make sure my grades was how it was when I was in high school and I wasn't going to college and have poor grades that's just not me yeah. that. that's so cool. I like I took a break and I just focused on you know making sure my because college not easy if you want to really be in college you need to be in college yeah. too. Like, it's very cons- time consuming yeah it's very time consuming it is yeah. especially SIT SIT is not an easy college to graduate from because they will fail you easy. Yeah. So I made sure I made sure I graduated, you know, with 4.0. And then once I graduated, I was just like, all right, let me recoup. I'm fresh out of college. Because at, at one point, college is like my safe haven. It was just like, yeah, I have a safety net. I'm in college. I could focus. My brand was bringing in money, so it was paying for my tuition. But at the same time, I was like, okay, now I'm not in college anymore. What am I going to do? And then I was just battling from, I have so many other side hustles going on. So I was just like, let me put a pause on what I really don't have a passion for at the moment. And let me focus on what I really have a passion for. Mm. So then I was like, okay. It's like when you find yourself, keep going towards something, keep going towards something, and you just won't let it up. That was yeah. my jury brand. No yeah. matter how many things I picked up, my Jerry brand always was the top priority to me. So I'm like, you know what, now, nah. Jerry brand is going to be the top priority. So I I basically designed, I started designing a lot of things when it came to my brand. And that's what made me be like, okay, let me tap back into my graphic design. Yeah. So once, you know, I tap back into graphic design, I could still, still do graphic design for other brands, help other brands. And you know, make that another stream of income as well as doing what I gotta do for my jury brand. 
Right. That was that was very very smart. So you use you basically use your hustle mentality and what you learned at FIT at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how how was how was that experience at FIT? Was it because a lot of times me personally, of course, I think college is important, but I think mostly college is more important for the people that you meet. So can you talk about the connections that you made just being at FIT? Well, for me, um, I had a lot of opportunities to, you know, go to fashion shows for fa- during Fashion Week, Jack Addison Center, meeting, you know, um, different designers, meeting, you know, like Miss J from American Top, Top Model and stuff like that. I had the ability to meet those type of people. And um, there was a lot of different celebrity kids who actually went to my school. Okay. So getting connected. With them as well, I had a, different, a little different opportunities to dibble and dabble. Um, but I'm not a lot of people's network into social media because um, I, I wasn't really in, involved in college like I wanted to be because I was like dealing with my dad passing away and then also I was being a business owner. So yeah, yeah. I was a community student. I didn't live on dorm. Like, I, you know, like that was a whole nother tuition. <laughs> like, I was oh, yeah, pay, like, <laughs> to, to live on dorm and I could pay $12,000 to have my own apartment. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, I, um, I was a commuter student, so I was in and out. I was in and out. And then I also had a job. So I was working 50, 40 hours a week. I was in and out of school. And then I was doing fashion shows. Yeah. almost every day like twice a week sometimes it was just it was a lot i was either doing a fashion show a photo shoot working in college it was all in one week i was wow. putting out to 90 90 to 100 that's amazing so so i'm just like a let me let me just buckle down and give myself some time to rest because some days i probably will be up for the whole 24 hours then probably even eat just grinding <laughs> literally on on instagram promoting on facebook promoting at a fashion show promoting in school doing my homework at home doing my homework at at work doing my homework and promoting at the same time so but that that's important because it shows that it kind of like if you really want something, there's no excuses. You could just go for it if you really, really want to do it. There's no excuses, and I like I've even seen people who I've helped, you know, get on, get on, or people that I've been cool with, and I've seen them start from the bottom and work all they were all the way up to the top, and I'm proud of them. But it's like a motivation. Everybody want to have competition. To me, it's like a motivation. If I see you doing good. I see that my words meant something to you, and you utilize that knowledge to get where you're going, and that's a that's an amazing feeling to me. Yeah, like, it shows that it's possible. Has, yeah, everybody has certain things they got to deal with that that hinder their growth, and they become stagnant. Once you feel that stagnant feeling, it's only up for you to it's, it's up to you to change that. True, that's very very true. So what's 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 going on with with Velsman Road now? What, what what can we expect over the next couple of months? Well, definitely new products are dropping. I'm going to have new faces for the brand. And, um, you know, more, more, just more. You're going to expect more appearances, me being on different shows and different um, radio stations and podcasts. And I just, somebody just did a write-up for me, um, interviewed me the other day. 
I had interviews yesterday at a radio station, so uh, you'll definitely see my face with my brand more all over. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so, how can people reach out to you from Bellsboro? How can they meet, reach out to you for branding, uh, branding expertise? Also, how can people reach you? Okay, so for branding wise, you could definitely you can DM me on Instagram or email me jasminehocarter at gmail dot com or through my website jasminehocarter dot com. Love Monroe, my website is up and running, has been for the last six years, which is lovemonroe.com, V E L Z N O N R O E.com. Instagram, lovemonroe. Uh, thank you so much, Jasmine, for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And what's one tip before we leave? What's one tip you can give to there's a female or a male, anyone who just they want to get started with business? What's like one branding tip you can give to get started? Market research. Mm. Always do your research. Mm. I can't stress that enough. That's like my biggest tip of anything I do, research and development. Always. Mm. That's great. Thank you so much. No problem. There you go. That's my conversation with Jasmine Hill Carter. I told you, I told you, I told you. Some great information very very down to earth and like i said early in the intro you guys if you starting businesses you have small businesses or you have a personal brand you want to take to the next level hit up jasmine she's going to help you out she has some great great ideas on how to build yourself and grow your your base and grow your products on social media so check out jasmine hill carter for that and also check out her brand Vels Monroe. She has some cool products there, some chains, some jewelry. Check it out. Thank you guys. Also, follow us on social media, I Hate Average Podcast on Instagram, I Hate Average J-A-Y on Snapchat. And please, like I said earlier, go on constructiverandomness.com. Get some stuff, get some products. And if you want a discount, just put in the promo code P-O-D. Let them know you're listening. And, uh... We get a little bit of that cut. We want to add probably in the next couple of weeks a video component. And I'm excited about that. And that's really, really going to help. So thank you guys for your continued support. Talk to you next week.